Maybe I'm just breathing too hard. Let me move it a little bit like that. So, welcome everybody. Glad to see you. Beautiful faces. So many of you guys. It's awesome. Um, Girls almost had somebody fall. You guys got something you want to say? Welcome everybody, new and visitors and everybody, some of you other people that have been here for a while. Thank you for coming. Um, last time I was talking, I uh, mentioned that I had to speak like three, was it three times? Now it's four times in a row. It's not okay, guys. So I need some, I need some help. I'm just kidding. But uh, I, I, it's fine with me, but I would love it if, to hear from you guys. I would love to hear what God's speaking to you guys. So if anybody ever has a word, if this mic is always open, if somebody wants to um, use it to bless the people of God, if you get it, you know, um, I know God is speaking to each and every one of you, and you have the opportunity to share it with us. I just want to let you guys know. What I want to talk about today is called, well, I titled it Be Mindful. My son might change it because he, th- he might think it's no good of a title, but um, I wanted to just uh, have us focus on what God has said about, uh, about us. A lot of times when we're uh, not only just in the world or, or experiencing things, but even reading the Bible, I don't know, I know what's happened to me and a lot of others come to me and say, hey, um, I'm reading the Bible and um, it kind of sounds like God is jacked up. Or some guy that's writing this right here has got something going on that uh, doesn't seem to be uh, matching well with everything that God has said in other parts or also with what God's speaking to my heart because if you listen to God and you hear him in your heart you realize that if you if you just open yourself up to him that there's nothing but acceptance there right there's nothing but love there when you just open your heart to God but a lot of times we uh, unfortunately we feel like maybe there's rejection there maybe there's uh accounting of our wrongs you know but there isn't but sometimes we can feel that way because other people telling us or or even even the word so I just want to give you guys um, some scriptures and I my uh, advice is to um, take these scriptures and these are what you look through the whole word through right because really you're looking through the whole word from top front to back uh, top to bottom in light of Jesus Christ right it's all about him um but because of him, he has made you more than you ever could be before. Uh, you know, a lot of people are con- you know, concerned with, darn, that Eve and that Adam, they jacked it up for us all. We had it made. We were in a garden. But you guys realize that you guys, nobody was wearing clothes, so I don't know if you want that. But anyway, the, the thing is, is that we feel like we got a raw deal because of them, but actually... What they did opened up the door for Jesus to put us in a better place than we've ever been before. 
better than even them because Holy Spirit has come to make, take up residence in you. You are the temple of the living God because of that. Whereas they were perfect, right? But they didn't have Holy Spirit living on the inside. So let me go to 2 Corinthians 5.17. And I did send verses, so there we go. This is from the Modern English Version, um, <clears throat> in case anybody was wondering. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Look, all things have become new. So I wanted to point out here, too, is that um, not only does it say old things have passed away, but look, how many things have become new? All things. Amen. Hallelujah. Because of God. Because he's so awesome. And he doesn't do anything by half measures, you know? A lot of people are like, God saved me, he made me free, but I'm just a sinner saved by grace. No, he didn't just take away your sin, he made you new. He made you to someone who doesn't want to sin. And you know it, we all know it, when we do do wrong, how we're like, how we feel about it. Because we don't want to do it because that's not who we are. Okay, that's not who God made you to be. Um, the next verse I want to show you guys is Isaiah 53, 5. It says this, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. So basically, he got a beat down for our problems, right? Um, I don't know how we say that in a cool way, but, you know, justice knows how. I'm going to start putting up translations for the modern vernacular. Nah, just kidding, of my sermons. Um, but uh, the, the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And... By his stripes, we are healed. He took it so we don't, wouldn't have to, right? He paid it so we could be free. Whenever we think about all the things that we deserve, all the things that are really, were originally for us, you know? Like, if we were going to go on our behavior and on our uh, ability to do things, all of us would deserve and did deserve hell, Right? All of us did deserve so many other bad things. But thanks to be to God, right, who sent his son to save us from ourselves. A lot of times I find people beating, up, beating themselves up too. Say, hey, you know what? I know God is good. I know everything's great. But I did this. I made this decision. And uh, it reminds me of a, um, of a quote my old pastor used to say. He would say, because you know how everybody says everything happens for a reason. He would say, yeah, everything happens for a reason. Sometimes the reason is you stupid. But, uh even if you made the mistake uh, and you make dumb choices. He didn't just say you're stupid, but he said you're stupid and make dumb choices. But, uh, <laughs> but even if you did do that, God has redeemed. I mean, because otherwise we'd all be in trouble because er the whole reason we were on the wrong path was our own doing, right? We, we, we did that. We tried that. We got the T-shirt, right? I did it my way like uh, St. Frank Sinatra sings, right? We tried that, and it, it didn't work out. At least uh, it didn't work out for me. If it worked out for you that you tried everything your way and everything's peachy and keen, then, man, you amazing. Um, I'm going to read next Psalms 18.32. Uh, this one I read uh, in the trans Passion Translation because it's super cool to me in that translation. Uh, if you guys need me to tell you an MEV or King James, I can too because <coughs> those ones are kind of like, you know, um, trying to be as close to the exact words they use. But in this case, it says, God, you have wrapped me in power and made me perfect. I believe it. Do you, do you have the King James right there, Kalani? Can you read it for me, please? It is 
God that girdeth me with strength and makes me makes my way perfect. Amen. So and this the only difference is the power and strength, really, right? Wrapped me. And this says wrap me in power. Girded me because I and I like that because girded me is kind of like you put it on, right? Or, or like it's on around your your waist with strength. Um but I want to, I, I love that picture of wrapped me, wrapped me in your power. Every part of me is covered up in the power and strength of God, right? And, and he made my way perfect. Um, he made my way perfect, right? I didn't make my way perfect. I tried hard, but I couldn't. <laughs> but he made my way perfect. I laugh because, you know, when I was trying my own thing, I really wasn't trying to be perfect. I was just trying to have what I thought to be, you know, live my life to get something, right? Because a lot of times we, we live life like we, we need something, like we're lacking something, but God has given us everything. And if we do, if we realize that, and if we put our focus on that, we're not going to be chasing after things that really aren't going to help us, really aren't going to see us through in the long run. Um, let me go to 1 John 2.12. I am writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. They are forgiven. They are forgiven. They're all forgiven. And be like, oh, what about that one? What about that one? Or what about what just happened? They are forgiven. And I wanted to read this to you guys in uh, the Passion Translation because it's also really cool to, to me. So instead of I am writing to you, he says, I, re I remind you, dear children. Your sins have been permanently removed because of the power of his name. And faith in that name, right? That's another part in the Bible says, by faith in that name. We have been free, made free, made whole, born again. God's not like a um, recycler. I just want to say that. He doesn't take trash and make it usable again. He actually died, right? So you would die in him. Destroyed that old life, right? That old way. They are passed away. That's why it says passed away. Old things are passed away. Because they're dead. But you're alive in Christ now. In the newness of life in Christ. Ephesians 1, 3 to 5. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. How many spiritual blessings? Every. In the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love, he predestined us to adoptions, adoption, sorry, as sons, to himself through Jesus Christ according to the good pleasure of his will. The good pleasure of his will, that's why he wanted you, right? Because you are well-pleasing to him. He wanted you forever and didn't want to live forever without you. Every heavenly blessing, spiritual places. Uh, that's, that's a, there's a lot of different people who give a lot of different opinions about that. But I will say this. Look, So it says here, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, right? So first of all, let's take uh, some of this stuff. So some people would say, okay, the plate in the heavenly places in Christ, so we can't have them now. It's in heavenly places, right? But it says that we are seated with him in heavenly places, right? Right now. It says we are seated with him in heavenly places in the current time. Also, Jesus prayed that, uh, that it would be like heaven on earth. That was in the Lord's Prayer. You know, people repeat that a lot. And that 
was Jesus' prayer. Why would Jesus pray something he didn't want to have happen, right? So then, but let me say about the spiritual blessing. To me, what it's important to understand is what Paul said. He said that the spiritual or the things we cannot see are the real things. And the things that we do see are temporary and they're passing away. But the spiritual things we do not see, like he said this, he he made the worlds out of nothing. He spoke and they were, right? So in the same way, everything spiritual, really we have it all spiritually, right? We have everything. We have everything. We're rich. We're healed. We're well. There's no such thing as poverty, sickness, death, old age, spiritually, right? And it's my belief that that exactly is what we're supposed to experience even on this earth if we put our trust in him and we look to him, right? Because he said that he's given it to us and it's spiritual, but he also said, let there be light, and there was light. It's not like he said, let there be light, and then we waited to heaven to get light, right? We didn't wait to heaven to get, to get it. So I'm just, so in my opinion, my belief, is every spiritual blessing is everything we have in Christ Jesus, even when we haven't seen it yet, why it might be called spiritual, but it's all, it's the real deal, and it's to come, it's supposed to be enjoyed in this life as well, because, um, what was originally made, right? When Adam and Eve, when the world was made, it was made for us to enjoy, right? And the Bible says that he gives us richly to enjoy. Angela, you have a question? Okay. You want to say something? Because the faces you've given me, I don't know. I thought I just looked like I slapped her in the face. Just kidding, guys. Kalani has The next? 10 to 12. It's kind of like what the spiritual blessings is all about when we stand against the wiles of the enemy. That's our spiritual blessings. Our spiritual blessings is the power that we have within us because of the Holy Spirit. And that would entail putting on the whole armor, walking in peace, strutting yourself in peace. And and that's the heavenly blessings that we, we are inherited. So I'm going to read those. So uh, according, so that was verse 6, right? Ephesians 1, verse 6? Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6, verse what? 10. All right. Finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Can I help you? Um, Isaiah 43, 1. Sorry, okay. But now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you, I have called you by your name, you are mine. And that's super uh, much a blessing to me right there where it says, you are mine. That's, you are his. God says you are his. So whatever, um, whatever you feel like, whatever, where, whatever, wherever you find yourself, you are God's. You are God's. Um, a lot of times there's somebody else who wants to speak to you or something else that wants to say that you're something that you're not, but you are God's. And that's beautiful to me because I could say that he is mine, right? But sometimes I might feel like he's not, but I'm his either way, right? 
So it's really comforting to me because he's holding me. He's the one who protects me, who um, keeps me, and who brings me back when I just, when I just do stupid, you know? When, I, when, I'm, uh, when I try to do things on my own or my own strength, even trying to do good things, trying to do the right thing. But without trusting in him and resting in him, I can make a mess of even the best of, of things on my own. But he's, he, I am his 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But we thank God for giving us the victory as conquerors through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. I use the Passion Translation because this uh, usually says, we thank God for giving us the victory, but this says even as conquerors, because we know that we're more than conquerors, another verse. Oh, sorry, this is uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Chapter 15, verse 57. Um, we are conquerors through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one, which is just what Christ means. In the old translations, it would say Jesus Christ, the anointed one. That's what Christ means. So, which anointed is he's king and priest, right? He's anointed king and priest. He is every good thing. He's a fulfillment of what God uh, wanted for us. He fulfilled the whole law. So every time you read something that's conditional in the Bible, hey, um, it says like this, this, and this, in order to have this, this, and this, good or bad. If it's good, you have the, the fulfillment in Jesus Christ. He fulfilled it all. That's why he said he didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. Completely met everything, right? Jotted every, uh, what is that? Every jot and tittle, they say. Huh? Crossed every T and dotted every I. There you go. That's the modern way of saying it. Um, and then the last verse I wanted to give you guys was Psalms eighteen nineteen. Now, my hope is that with these verses, you guys are understanding that, um, let me just quickly look back to say this, that you're the healed, that you're delivered, you're set free, that you've been wrapped in power, and your, may, your way has been made perfect, right? Old things have passed away, and new things, all things have become new. All things in you, you are new, right? You're a citizen of heaven. You're no longer a citizen of this earth, um, so I just wanted to point those things out to you. So when you're reading his word, realize who you are and how that applies to you. Because you're a son or a daughter of the king. Perfect. Blameless. He even says that right here when I read earlier, right? That he predestined you to be perfect and blameless. Um, from the foundation of the world. Before. Actually, it says before the foundation of the world to be holy, blameless before him in love. In love. I think it's super important for us to realize that it's in love. Keep your eyes on the fact that you are perfectly loved. And that's why, that's how you can drive out all the fear, right? That's how all the fear is driven out. When you realize that you are perfectly loved. Um, also, that last verse is Psalms eighteen nineteen. He brought me forth out into a broad place. I wanted that, you guys to see that because it's freedom, Right? You're in a broad place. You're not pinned up. You're not in prison. Sir, uh, being with God, living with God, um, it's not a prison. It's, it's joyful. It's like uh, running across the open field, you know. It's, it's beautiful. He brings you to a broad place. And then it says, he rescued me because he was pleased with me and delighted in me. That's why he rescued you, because he was pleased in you and delighted in you. That's why also when it says um, that the angels were coming, um, 
to announce Jesus' birth, it says peace on earth, right? Goodwill towards men, because God had goodwill towards men, even though we were his enemies, because we were never his enemies in the sense that he wanted to make us enemies, but we made ourselves his enemies, right? We made him our enemy. And then usually when somebody makes, uh, like if I make Kalani an enemy, he just blasts me, right? With his 150 guns in the house or whatever, you know? I'm just kidding, but <laughs> he, he'll, he'll just take care of it, right? You're my enemy, pow, you know? That's how it is usually. But God said, you're my enemy, pow, hit itself. I want to make you my friend, so I'm going to die for you. I'm not going to kill you, though you're my enemy, though you've made me your enemy, because he never wanted to be our enemy, right? He made us for love, because he loved us and because he wanted to love us. So I only say that stuff to tell you guys and, and try to bring it out to you guys that if you feel like you're in a place where you've made yourself the enemy of God or, or any of that stuff, you should realize that even if you had, before he would ever harm you, he harmed himself. He, he harmed himself so you could be free. He died himself so he could kill the old you and make you brand new and give you a new life so he could live with you forever because he loves you and he'll never stop loving you never change his mind about you he'll never say you know what i had a plan for you to do good to you but i don't anymore because you jacked it up never he always had a plan for you he always has a calling for you he has a destiny that's better than you can even ask or think and he is not changing his mind about that even if you do and you always have the opportunity to say yes i'll take that and he's not going to say oh no you missed it he'll just show up and show out in your life okay i love you guys uh that's all